Good morning. And thank you for joining me once again as we come to the final two days of the calendar year 2022. And I thank you uh, for your participation in what for us has been a, a rewarding project. It's been a quite a challenging project. Uh, to, to do this over the course of uh, uh, this past year, but I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've benefited uh, from it, and I hope you've been able to uh, get a sense of, of how the Bible fits together, that it does indeed uh, tell a single story of what God has done uh, to accomplish our salvation in, in the person and the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I have... Uh, Two final devotions, one for today. Uh, if you've got a Bible and it's handy, uh, open your Bibles to the book of Joshua, the Old Testament book of Joshua. And we'll be in chapter 1 and we'll read those first uh, nine verses. Uh, those of you uh, that have uh, been around North Clay, uh, particularly since we moved onto this campus, uh, the very first sermon that I preached uh, to the church uh, on this campus was from this particular text. And uh, really over the course of my now 19 plus years of serving this church, I have used a term uh, word-centered, that my desire was for our church to be word-centered. Uh, not that I desired to uh, create a bunch of intellectuals uh, with a head full of knowledge, uh, with uh, no reality of uh, a, a dynamic and uh, life-changing, life-orienting uh, relationship with Jesus Christ. But I believe that that is uh, what actually drives our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, is the knowledge of Him through His Word. So we are Word-centered. We're centered on the written Word for the sake of our knowledge and our relationship of the incarnate Word, the Son of God. And those things uh, necessarily go together. Uh, you can't claim intimacy uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ, the incarnate Word, if you do not have uh, a knowledge of the written Word. And so we come to this text today, and uh, it is a text uh, about uh, a transition and a, and a new beginning. Uh, the leadership of the nation of Israel has uh, been passed uh, down to the next generation, and that uh, is led by Joshua. And after 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, they are prepared to enter the land as promised by God, the land promised by God. And they're going to do it under the leadership of a man named Joshua. And uh, Joshua is going to uh, remind them of the centrality of the Word to their success in the land. Uh, as always, when we go to the Old Testament, uh, we always need to remember there are distinctions between the Old and New Covenant, that there are passages uh, that we find in our Old Testament uh, that have a unique uh, application in, in the life of the theocracy that was ancient Israel. Uh, there may be principles that come forward. There may be direct applications that come forward. But we approach them with a great deal of care. And certainly under the Old Covenant, uh, God's promise to this nation uh, was that if they would uh, obey Him, uh, if they would honor Him through obedience to His Word, that He would prosper them in every way that you could be prospered. And uh, uh, there's a sense where that prosperity has been fulfilled and applied to us in the person and work of Jesus Christ. In other words, all of the material, temporal blessings that were promised under the Old Covenant uh, 
were perfected uh, in the gospel of Jesus Christ and have been applied to us when we uh, believe. And so we would be careful about uh, uh, yanking forward uh, some type of uh, promise from the Old Testament and saying, I'm claiming this uh, for my own uh, health or, or wealth. That would be an illegitimate uh, use of, uh, of a passage. So let's read and we'll make some comments uh, related uh, particularly to this portion. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, or the son of Noon, probably more uh, appropriately uh, pronounced, uh, Moses' assistant, uh, Moses, my servant is dead. Uh, now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I'm giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness, uh, uh, and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for uh, you uh, shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And so um, a set of instructions uh, that tie this nation both to the Word of God and to the land that was promised to the great patriarch Abraham. And God is calling upon them uh, to be faithful and courageous as they move forward. Uh, certain of the God who has promised them uh, success, faithful to His Word, obedient, doing uh, that which He commanded, and again, uh, uh, avoiding and not doing uh, that which He has prohibited. And should they do this, uh, everything shall go well for them. They shall flourish in the land. They shall uh, possess it uh, in uh, perpetuity. And they shall be known uniquely as the people of God. And we see repeated this call for strength and courage. And I always think that's a, a good admonition for the people of God, of, of every generation, that to, to go against the, the tide of the uh, prevailing attitudes of the contemporary world, whether you lived in uh, uh, the pre-Christian world of Old Testament uh, Israel, whether you lived in the days of the apostles and Jesus, whether you lived in 500 A.D., 1000 A.D., 1500 A.D., or now the 2000s A.D., there is always a call uh, to be 
courageous, that we are to stand against the rising tide of evil. And uh, that takes, uh, again, a knowledge of the Word of God, uh, the awareness of that which is holy and that which is not, and the courage uh, to speak to these issues and, and to live according uh, to the revelation of God's Word. And so as we close out a year, I pray that you have been courageous, that you've been faithful, that you've been strong, uh, that you haven't been frightened, and that we can approach the new year uh, no matter who has the reins of political power. Uh, our God is in charge. He is sovereign over all. He is working uh, for our good, for His glory. He will never leave us or forsake us. And in those words, uh, we can go forward with great courage, uh, great faithfulness, and great expectation of God demonstrating His power in our midst and on our behalf. And so again, I pray that this will be a blessing to your day.